the person who gets the most done has the least excuses. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show. We're glad you could join us, where you could learn life lessons and leadership business to help you live rich from the inside out. Today, I have a very special guest who I met at the New Media Summit, and I have to tell you, this guest is very much synergistic in my world, especially when it comes to mindset coaching. It's all about breaking through your fears and living a life of action. Please welcome Rob Actis. Discovered the, he discovered the formula to getting what you want on your terms by enduring a near-death experience of his 14-year-old daughter and shortly after facing a near-death experience himself. Through dynamic and engaging presentation, he motivates audiences to realize their potential faster and easier when their goals become larger than their fears. With crystal clarity fueled by creative thinking, he shares a roadmap of breaking inertia, setting a course of action, and following through on smooth implementation. Regardless of your business model or industry, the simple yet powerful system can help you activate raw potential to create amazing results. Rob is a best-selling author of The Law of Action, speaker, voice actor for many national TV commercials for top brand, including CarMax, Black Box Wine, Bayer Aspirin, Walmart, and the narrator for Hal Elrod's The Miracle Morning audiobook, along with over 30 audiobooks on Audible, Audible with combined sales of over 300,000 copies. He lives by the law of action. Decide, plan, and act. Please welcome Rob Actis to the show. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having Fantastic. me, Deborah. Yay, we did it. We did, and I'm so excited to have you. It's so, it was so cool to connect with you just a couple weeks ago in San Diego where we were part of, I was on the Icon of Influence, and there you were, pitching your podcast to be on the show, and here we are, taking those uh -huh. next steps, taking action. Massive, inspired action. That's how we do it. Absolutely. So before we jump into the law of action, I want to just, I want to learn a little bit about Rob. And uh, I have to ask, because that was really powerful to hear about these near-death experiences. And so I have to ask you about your daughter. The book has a dramatic beginning about Aiden, and you both almost die. And you all pull together to overcome enormous odds. Why did you include this emotional story as the first chapter? And then we also want to know how she's doing today. Well... <clears throat> I get chills when you were just talking about that. I relive it. So it was June 8th, 2013. My 14-year-old daughter was an incredible, incredible human being. She would walk into the room and light up just everything. And what's really amazing about what happened was, you know, your life can change like that, like just in a moment. 
And in one fell swoop, we're having a great family day. And the next moment, my daughter's upstairs with a headache and she's drawing a mermaid, which is actually on my arm. Can you see that? And then after that, she was in a helicopter after she suffered a stroke at 14 years old and had about a 4% chance of survival um, and had to have brain surgery. And they removed a part of the left frontal lobe of her brain. Um, she survived. And our family got into really massive action mode in trying to manage the healthcare industry and how that all worked. And to be, the thing is, if you don't take massive action in those situations and you just resign yourself and let things happen to you, you don't survive. And she had about a 4% chance of survival. And I will tell you that with lots of prayers and lots of massive action, really massive action of getting her to therapy four hours a day, four days a week. Um, she's married and living in South Carolina and is starting a new job uh, working as in an animal uh, shelter on her way to be an um, animal control officer. Uh, she's incredible. She beat all the odds and she is remarkable. And one of the things about that is the reason I included that is because your life can change in a moment notice. Now, the other lesson here is that if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. One of the things we discovered um, with Aiden's brain surgery is that she has a blood clotting disorder called Leiden Factor 5, which I gave it to her. Sorry, Aiden. And I decided that I got fat in the hospital. So like I got to 240 pounds because all you do is eat when you're in the hospital. That's all you know to do. And I had a Charlie horse when I started, after I started working out for a while, because I joined an MMA gym and I really started getting in really good shape. And I'm not an athletic person. And so I'm working out doing Muay Thai and uh, boxing and working out all the time. And I dropped down to 200 pounds and it was great. Like my body was rocking. And I was in my 50s and I was rocking. And I told my daughter, I said, I have a Charlie horse. And for months and months, I kept complaining about this Charlie horse in my leg. And she's like, dad, you have a blood clot. You got to go to the doctor. You got a blood clot. You're the doctor. And I ignored it. You know, we sometimes ignore the symptoms in our life and it could be bad. In my case, it was a blood clot and it was from the top of my thigh down to uh, my ankle it was a solid mass. And the doctor was surprised I was even alive. And during that time, I came up with the law of action and saw where I took action in my life and where I didn't take action in my life. And it was really incredible how it was so precise where I took action. It was amazing where I didn't take action. There was a consequence as well. And it was unfortunate that a lot of times when you don't take action, those consequences are worse than your fear of what happens if you do take action. So, um, I want to include that because I want people to get the real story of that life is not perfect. I share that in the book, how, you know, I have insecurities, I have vulnerabilities, and I tried to really be as authentic and raw as I could in the book. And so I felt that was the most painful thing that's ever happened to me. And I know it inspired a lot of people when I had my blood clot and especially when um, Aiden had her brain surgery and what she overcame. So I felt that was really, really important. It really shocks people. Because in the audiobook version, it's, you'll hear this. It'll say, chapter one, your daughter may die. And with that powerful voice of yours, 
you just pull us all in. Because I have to tell you, before we came on the podcast today, because you had sent me the audio, I had just randomly clicked on one of the chapters, and that is what I heard. Yeah. Um, I feel really blessed that my voice is able to do some really incredible things. You know, um, having a near-death experience and really facing death and seeing what that's all about. And you really take perspective of what's important in your life. Um, I was successful as an entrepreneur. I was successful as a voice actor. Um, I do many national commercials, as you mentioned, and I'm at the top of my game. And I work out of LA with an LA agent and I'm well known in that industry. However, when you face a near death situation and I faced a couple of them in my life, you're like, you know what? There's something more to life and I'm really here for a reason and I don't want to hold back. Um, I feel I'm on borrowed time, so I really want to add tremendous value to the time I'm here. I don't just want to sit here and do nothing. And so being the fact that I was able to bring Hal, Elrod, Hal Elrod's words to life has been remarkable because a lot of people don't read books and they listen to podcasts or they listen to audiobooks. And I've been able to bring his words to life, which are incredible words. And people that have never would have read the book, they get to hear me bring those words to life. And so that I've done good. And I've added my voice to something that really has had a significant impact to the world. I mean, the Miracle Morning has just transformed so many lives, including myself. I was not a morning person. And so I feel so blessed and humbled that since I was a little kid, if you read the book, I was four years old or five years old. And I said, I want to talk on TV. And um, I followed my dream and I live my dream. And now I'm using my voice for really to uh, inspire and motivate and transform the lives of others. That's really my mission now. So tell us how the Miracle Morning by recording it has impacted your life. I used to get up at like 1230 and my daughter would get up at seven o'clock and um, I was married at the time and mom used to wake her mom used to wake me up and I would get up in a deep fog so I'd be awake till like 2.30 or 3 in the morning or 4 in the morning and I'd, I'd barely walk downstairs and say, good morning, Aiden, and, you know, and then I'd say goodbye to her and then I'd get her when she got out of school. Um, when I did the Miracle Morning, I'm like, this sounds really interesting. I should try this. And I did. I started doing the Lifesavers. And I'll be darned, man. I started getting up earlier and earlier, 10 o'clock and 9 o'clock and 7 o'clock and 5 o'clock and then 4.30. So between 4.30 and 5. And it really transformed my life. And I'm like, wow, this, this is really cool. This like really works. This is, this is cool. I like this. So yeah, it, um, it's so important to take care of yourself before you take care of others. And that's the one thing that I hope this will inspire others to do one thing. Um, because a lot of people that are on this path of, of, you know, success and stuff, they want to take care of everybody else and they feel guilty about having the success, but you're a Ferrari. You're, if you're, you know, if you're the, the breadwinner of the family or the mom or the dad, whoever's staying home, take care of the kids, 
you need to look at yourself as a Ferrari and you need to take care of yourself. And we were having this conversation last night at family over and we're talking about, you know, they're like, oh my God, Rob, you get a massage like every week or every two weeks and you go get manicures and pedicures and you go get the shaves. Yeah, because take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care of yourself and work out and eat good food. That's, that's what's really important in life and, and communicate with people that you love and tell them all the time. You know, I say, live every day like you want to be alive. Like, not like, oh, I'm here, I'm alive, but like you really genuinely want to be alive. That's the most important thing that I, I will instill all the time. And I tell people that all the time. They complain about stuff going on. And someday, someday I go, tomorrow may never come. Yes. I remember, Rob, um, this is years and years ago in my nursing career. I was a student still. And I went to go see my, one of my first patients of the practicum. And I introduced myself to his wife and himself, told him I was going to be his nurse tomorrow, went and took the chart to the back. And within five minutes, there was a code called in that room. And he died. And all I kept reminding myself is, like, he was fine in that moment when I was talking to him. But within five minutes time frame, how your life can change. And we, I think we take a lot of these things for um, granted. Absolutely. And that's why when I met you and heard about the law of action, I thought, you know what? This is a guy who gets it. He gets it. And at that time, I didn't know about Aiden. I didn't know about your blood clot. But it always amazes me how life introduces people into your life who either are a messenger reinforcing your path or they're also adding such value. And I'm so grateful that you're on the show today because we are going to help people take more inspired action because life is too short. It's too short for people not to take notice of the things right in front of them. Yeah, I was looking at my Facebook feed this morning and uh, I might be a little emotional. I mean, there's some people that are struggling some, all of a sudden they were fine. You know, uh, a, one a friend was in a car accident this weekend and um, another person was, it was a rough weekend for people that I know. And um you never know. And the other thing you don't never know is that it may not be you, but it'd be a family member. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing they talk about is that, you know, you shouldn't really focus on your business. It's not about that. Well, let me tell you, having multiple streams of income, you know, you are the, um, we're going to talk a little about, you know, millionaire women. And I want you to really understand that when I had my blood clot, I was out of commission for three, three and a half, four months, trying not to die, trying not to have something dislodge and go to my heart or lungs and have a stroke. Mm -hmm. And I had residual income. That's amazing. So it's really important. And that's what I teach in the law of action formula is having your foundation in place and having integrity with your life of your finances and your personal, yourself, your health and your business. 
And because when you achieve great success, if you don't have your foundation locked and loaded and there's things that are just not in shape, it amplifies. If you have money issues, you know, you don't know how to manage your money and you get a lot of money, you have success in your business, you won't keep your money. If you have health issues and then you have success and you, you get where you want to be financially, if you don't have your health taken care of, in order to get there, you have to have your health taken care of. So it's all about integrity with yourself to take care of yourself, to build that foundation, to live the life that you want to live. Because if you don't, you can't. And it'll go away just like that. As quick as you make it, it'll go away. You know, if you don't have solid relationships with your your close-knit family, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your family members, your siblings, or just your inner circle, your inner tribe. As you start to build a business and really start to achieve success, if you don't have that foundational um, relationship built with them, they're going to go away. So it's really important to have the foundation of your life set. You know, you're amazing and you inspire so many people to have great success. And there's a lot of people out there that can really give you the guidance to have great success. But if you don't have your foundation locked and loaded, it's for naught. I, have, I know so many people that have had great success and then they lose it all because they didn't have that foundation built. And so that's really, 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 really important. And I invite you to look at yourself now, especially if you're listening to this podcast, because you're going to be successful listening to all of Deborah's podcasts. I mean, just... I've been listening to them over the last couple of days. I love them. I love them. I love the information. I mean, Deborah's phenomenal and the guests she has are phenomenal. And all those little nuggets make you a better person and will give you success. But if you don't have your foundation locked and loaded, you might as well just listen to, you know, watch SpongeBob, SpongeBob videos. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. Comparison. <laughs> well, it's 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 like Apple and Sponge. So there you go. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. All right. So Rob, let's jump into some action here. So let's talk about the law of action. And if right. I understand this correctly, you wrote this book after realizing that this method is something you've been using your whole life. So it's kind of like this golden thread that have gone through all your experiences that you automatically went into that locked and loaded mode because you knew what to do. When did you figure out that you can use it to help others? Um, well, it's funny because I realized you would, I would normally say when I wrote the book, but I actually went back in my life. So I was involved in the network marketing industry and I was successful. I mean, I was a, a five figure income earner a month. It was amazing. And I went back and all the time that I was on front of the stage and I saw some old videos of me. And then I even went back into some of my air checks of me when I was on the radio in San Diego. And I used to always talk about action, take action, you know, join the W, you know, whatever today I used to say the word action. And even the point is I was doing some deep emotional work um, the other day. And I discovered that they asked me a question and they said, when did someone call you Mr. Action? So Mike Kinnigs, um, incredible entrepreneur, an extremely successful man, just in great heart, started calling me Mr. Action when I was on his stages. And I used to emcee a lot of his events and I've worked with him and he would call me Mr. Action himself. And then it kind of has caught on and it's now then known as Mr. Action, which I love. And so I thought it was that. 
And then I did this deep clearing work and I discovered that actually it was when I was three or four years old, I was at my grandma's house. And if you wouldn't imagine, but I was actually a pretty high energy child. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, I was a very high energy child. <laughs> and what's amazing about that is that my grandma had arthritis and I was hanging out with her at her house. And I remember I used to just run around the house crazy. She goes, Robert. She said, you just go and 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 go. You're like Mr. Action. I'm going to start calling you Mr. Action. And it, she never really called me that. But it was interesting to just go back and I'm like, wow, that's so like three or four years old, I was called Mr. Action. And I have always been someone who took action and have always inspired others to do stuff. I didn't realize that, but I've really been doing a lot of deep work. and. It's who I am. Like it's in my last name, you know, decide, plan, act. My last name is spelled A-C-T, act. Like act is super important in your life if you want to have a phenomenal life. So there you go. <laughs> so what do you think is the barrier to holding people back from taking those, the action that they really desire? Well, here's the secret. So the law of action is based on decide, plan, act, which we all do. We decide to do something, we plan, and then we immediately act. Oh, oh, wait, we don't. We're stuck in the planning stage. And what we think is that it's procrastination. We think that it is lack of information. We think that it is whatever. And what it is, is fear. And a lot of it that I find with my clients is, which blows my mind, these are really successful entrepreneurs is fear of success and then unworthiness and fear of looking bad in front of their family. So they don't take that action. And it's really based on fear. So what I believe is that if you find not the fear that is not letting you take the action, but if you find the biggest fear in your life and overcome that fear, everything is possible. Like in my case, I went and I almost fell off a building when I was in radio and I'll even sit now and I say all the time, J.R. Rogers rescued me. I fell over a building, grabbing a balloon in an airstorm with big winds and I was dangling over the building with my legs being held and he pulled me up to look down. It was either a two or three, two or three story building. That was really traumatic for me because I didn't used to be afraid of heights and then I became afraid of heights and I'm talking, I couldn't stand on a little step stool. It was kind of funny, you know, you go to work out when I was working out and you have to stand on a, on a weight, on a little bench and you have to do those pull-ups. Yes. I couldn't even do that. So what I did was I went in a helicopter in Hawaii and it was terrifying, but I knew once I get through the, the fear of that and I, what was available on the other side, I go, if I can ride in this helicopter and at the very last second, I almost got off. Like I almost said, Captain Sean, we got to get off. Yeah. So if you overcome your biggest fear, it's amazing. And so when I got off the helicopter, I was so calm and Zen. And so now in my life and business or personal, whatever, when I'm approaching a fear and I go, I rode in a helicopter. So what I invite your listeners to do is to find their biggest fear and see if they can overcome that. They have a fear of heights. There's a lot of ways to overcome that. Go like to go on a Ferris wheel, go on a, yeah, go on a Ferris wheel or go in a helicopter, whatever. But even if you can't do that, take baby steps and find your little fears and overcome those. 
because life is all about momentum. If you, that fear, that fear, that fear, that fear, that fear. And if you can overcome your fears, it doesn't even have to be the fear of what you're doing. You go, I rode in a helicopter. I can certainly do this. I can certainly stand in front of people. Or I can certainly do that meeting or I can certainly do that. And I love how you say certainly, right? Yes. You're being yeah. very, with conviction. You have that belief in yourself. Absolutely. So I'm going to spin the table here, Rob. I was listening to you. I was watching a YouTube video with Gabby Bernstein recently. Okay. And I was listening carefully to her words. And it's very interesting because I'm going to go to your word decide. So she was talking about how people make negative choices because they're so busy listening to their spouse, their, their kids, the, the boss, the colleagues, the neighbor about what they think they should do. Yeah. And they make what she called a negative choice. So I'm gonna say a negative decision yeah. that they go against what they believe for themselves. And what she said is that you actually turn your back, you deny your truth by making that negative choice. But with all choices, there's, it's like a fork in the road. And it's, if you make this choice or this choice, and I think that's where people get paralyzed is, oh my gosh, I don't want to make a decision. What if it's the wrong decision? But if you don't make decisions in support of your truth, you're turning your back on yourself. Yeah. So I want to hear what you have to say about that. Well, I, what I love also is that, here's the thing, and Hal Elrod talks about this also, he didn't invent waking up early. What he did was he packaged it. Yeah. I didn't invent action. I packaged it. And what I love about the universe, and you the same, is everything is out there for us, and it's whoever takes action and grabs it and owns it and brings their voice and essence to it, it becomes. So I love that she says that because I believe that wholeheartedly, you believe it wholeheartedly, and it's all in how it lands on different people. So like, I could say the exact same thing, it's gonna be different. You could say the exact same thing, and it's gonna be different. So the way I look at it, this is that, you know, and I talk about this in the book is that I'm a successful voice actor. I do really, really high end commercials and fear will stop us. And so there was an opportunity where I got an audition and I looked at it and I had just done a CarMax commercial that morning, not a small brand. And I've been doing it for years and it's a you know high profile. I got a commercial and for some reason I looked at it and I became terrified. I'm like, I'm, I'm not the guy I, that I would never be that. And Oh man, I can't believe it. So I actually got in the booth and tried it and I go, yeah, it's no good. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, really? And so then I called my agent and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. He's like, are you kidding me? You're not going to, you're not even going to send in an audition. I said, no, I'm not. He goes, all right. Okay. Well, then I got back and I sat in a chair and I did some guided meditation. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not the one I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I, I just don't feel worthy of doing this. I don't feel worthy of it. You know, it's not going to be me. So why even bother? And so then I called him up again and I said, yeah, you know, the commercial I said, I'm not going to do, I'm still not going to do it. 
And he's like, quit calling me. It's an agent. So they don't want to hear this, you know? And I was just trying to talk. I was hoping he would say, no, do it. Chud, rah, rah, cheer you. Yeah, agents don't do that. They just don't. That's just not how they are. Um, he's not my dad. He's not my friend. He's just my agent, which is great. And so then I just said, you know what? I am worthy. I am going to do it. Why not me? And I went in the booth and I said, here's, it was a 15 second commercial. And I said, usually when you do auditions, you do multiple takes. And I said, I'm going to do one take and that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to submit that. And that's it. I'm going to go in just like I booked the session and I'm going to go in and do it. So I did one take 15 seconds, no editing, put my name in the front, send it off and boom. Now I get booked a lot. And so I get texts from my agent all the time and he goes, you got a booking, you got a booking. And so I get a text a couple of days afterwards and it said, you got a book and I go, great. And I don't care what it is. I'm just happy. I got a job. That's great. Cause I get fired every time I do a voiceover. And so not like I really get fired, but you do a job and then you have to go find another job. That's what I mean by that. I need to like get fired. I don't want people to think I got fired, but I don't get fired. Okay. So here's what happened. I, I, he goes, yeah, you got a booking. He goes, you want to know what it is? And I go, yeah, whatever. He goes, he goes, call me. No, he didn't even do that. You got a booking. And then he said, Hey, we need to talk. Ooh. Okay. And so my thought immediately was, you know, you create a story in your head, like, Oh man, did I piss someone off in a session or something? Cause sometimes, you know, you're in there and there's 10 or 12 people and someone's going to think something it happens. And so he calls up and he goes, Hey, I just want to let you know, you know, that job you called me up and said, uh, you didn't want, I said, yeah, I get it. Who got it? He said, yeah, you're the one that got the job that you didn't want to audition for. <laughs> this was a really big job. Um, yeah. it was, it was a bear aspirin commercial. It was a very big job. It turned into eight commercials. Um, it was a really big job. So wow. the thing is, is that you know, and I, I make a quote in, in the book of, of Wayne Gretzky, you know, you never succeed with the shots you don't take. So Absolutely. your fear of that. So what happens if you don't take action, the fear that you're thinking of has already happened. So my fear of not getting a job already happened because I didn't take the action. And if I didn't take action, I would have already guaranteed my fear of happening. So because I did take action, I changed the odds. So like if you're looking to get a job and you're like, I'm not going to submit for this new corporate job. I'm not going to put my resume in because I'm not going to get it anyways. Well, you just guaranteed yourself. You're not going to get the job. Exactly. So don't let fear stop you because with inaction, guess what? There's a consequence. And oftentimes that consequence is far worse than what would have been if you just would have taken action in the first place. See, and I think people get detracted. They're, they're not focused on achieving the end goal because deep down, they don't believe that they are either worthy or deserving or can do it, or they don't feel like they have the skill set. Yeah. But the opportunity wouldn't have come to you or came into your purview if there wasn't an opportunity for you to seize it. Right. And you know what? Um, my agent really, he said, look, Rob, here's the reality. Congratulations on getting this. It was a really big job. Like it was probably one of the biggest jobs I've ever had. Um, national commercial, but it ran a lot. It was a great job. And he said, here's the reality. 
when I send you an audition, you're 99% there. It's just a matter if they choose you. And opportunity, you're really not, if an opportunity comes before you and says, hey man, you really should, you really should send me a resume. People are like, well, I'm not gonna get it anyways. You're 95 or 99% there. Like you need to get something. Like even if you're, like if you're in a car dealership, you're looking at a car and you're about ready to sign the dotted line, you're afraid of buying the car. You're already really 99% there. And just to go back to what you said, you know, people really need to own their decisions. Like man up, woman up, and own your decisions. Because ultimately, if you let people around you make your decisions, you're the one to blame anyways. And I love what she says about turning your back. You know, you, it's you. You're the, the leader of you. You know, I'm, I'm responsible for Rob. And people want other people to be responsible. You know, like in a relationship, who's responsible for my happiness? Me. My job is to be the happiest that I could be so the people around me get to be around happy and loving and caring and warm Rob. My job is not to make them happy. And the other thing is, is you don't owe anybody anything. So you're allowed to say no. And if you really just trust here, your heart, it's all laid out there for you. And people get stuck in here and not here. And here is where the magic happens. This is all we have is our humanness, our being, our soul. And when you let other people get here, here's the thing. Here's what I got to tell you is that, First of all, don't ever get financial advice for someone that doesn't have money. That's the first thing. But number two, when someone gives you advice and you're, you're the one that gets the consequence, not them. So what does it matter to them? The consequence is you. So own that. And here's the thing. You can decide and you can plan and you can act. And then there's always adjust and then decide plan, act, adjust. You're allowed to fail in life and everybody does. So fail. But the more you fail, the more you learn, the more success you have. And people that are the most successful that I know, they decide, they plan, they act, and it creates a momentum like a bicycle. And it's like that going, you know, going up a hill or even flat, you go slower, 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 and then you get that momentum. And that's how your life moves. The most successful people decide, plan, act, decide, plan, act. The least successful people take months to decide, plan, and then act. Okay. So now we're going to jump into planning. And I think people hold themselves back waiting for that perfect plan versus yeah. looking at progress. And they're worried that they don't have the resources available to put that plan into action. Right. So they really hold themselves back. What, would, what advice would you tell someone? Well, first of all, good enough is good enough. It really is. It, it, I mean, as simple as this. So like I made a business card. So I made a business card. I'm going to an event where I needed to have business cards. And it takes a while to print. So I'm a print broker. One of my side things 
And it sounds so funny, but I am a big time perfectionist. I want things to be perfect. And I wanted my card to be a, a silk card with spot UV. And that's what I wanted. It takes longer to do that. And I'm like, you know what? I take responsibility for my life, which I believe is a really important. And I didn't get my artwork done in time. So I had to do a different finish. But let me tell you, my cards are beautiful. They feel amazing. They're just like Deborah's cards. They have the, the suede finish and I love them and they're perfect. And the thing is, if you know that you can adjust next time, just get into action and movement. Because when you're in the planet, here's what I talk about, is that I landed in Dallas recently and it was so funny. I'm like, are, are we just going to drive the rest of the way? Because I guess the airport is so large. You land and then you just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive. And that's what we do in life. We just drive some more and drive some more. When are we going to take off in our jets? Take little baby steps. Break it down smaller. If you're going to build a giant skyscraper, you have little, small, decide, plan, and X. You have to, you know, it's just, it's all being on foundation. Build on your, whatever you're doing, break it down to the foundation. And then once you have that done, then it's ready to go. And it can go really fast. But don't let fear stop you. And that's the fear of unworthiness, fear of success, fear of what your parents gonna, your parents or your siblings are going to say, or your, your daughter, your son, or your wife, or your husband. You need to own you and make those steps. Because ultimately, it's you that is responsible for your actions. And it's okay to fail. It really is okay to fail because the universe really provides. And when you fail, it might put you in a certain spot. But when you do take that momentum and you start deciding, planning, and acting, deciding, the universe says, hey, Deborah, you've been playing here, but now you're playing here. And incredible opportunity is going to come your way, and new people are going to come your way because you're being different. You're an action taker. And when you create that momentum in your life, people are attracted to that. They are. My life is unbelievable. I wrote the book I needed to read, which is hilarious, but I wrote the book I needed to read. And my life moves very, very fast. And I'm achieving success that I never thought possible. And a lot of it is the people that are coming into my life. And I'm like, I can't believe I get to hang out with these cool people. And it's all about showing up, right? Absolutely. Showing up, taking the action necessary. I have found myself in different times of my life. <laughs> One time I was in a Italian restaurant in a cellar surrounded by internet moguls sharing different ideas. They have worked with Richard Branson. They have worked with phenomenal people. And here I was in this room with them listening and engaging. And the question was, is in that moment, I was like, how did I end up here? Right? And then in San Diego, the same question came to me as I was mixing and mingling and connecting with phenomenal people. It's like, okay, how did I end up here? And I could just see this path that continues, right? Being exposed to amazing messengers that come into my life like yourself, Rob, and you are a complete rock star. And uh, I just love your message about the law of action. And I think more people need to decide make the plan and act, act 
as if you are that person you already envision yourself to be. Absolutely. It's about showing up. It is. It is. And don't let fear stop you. And like I said, really go for the small things in your life. The fear just, you know, it's all about massive action. And you will find, trust me, it's the momentum in your life. If you create momentum of deciding and planning and acting, and you create the momentum, your life will transform. And it can happen like that. Like, just like that. It's amazing. And be authentic. Like, come from your heart. That's the most, you know, you're a public speaker and, and I speak. And the one thing that I think people really miss, and Ed Rush, I don't know if you know who Ed Rush is. He's a good friend of mine. He's a fighter pilot and he's a five-time best-selling author. He's an incredible speaker, incredible business advisor and coach. I've worked with him. Uh, you know, he says, before you get on stage, the one thing you do Someone asked him a question. They go, how do you not be nervous when you get on stage? Because it's really simple. I get out of my head and get into my heart and look at the value that I'm going to add to those people. And then it's not about looking good or sounding good or do I remember what I'm going to say? If you come from your heart, it's really magical. And so at the New Media Summit, it was amazing. I've been on a ton of stages. And who I was on that stage was I came so from my heart because I could have gone up there and used my voice and really just been on. I didn't want to be on. My commitment was I was going to be as vulnerable as I could possibly be and come from my heart. And the success that I had on there was just so overwhelming. And so the reason I'm sharing that with your listeners is that you have to trust your heart. You have to, I mean, you know, a lot of guys that I know, they're like, you talk about your heart all the time. This seems, you know, kind of girly. <laughs> it's, it's not girly. No, it's not. It's human. And it's really important because I will tell you, a lot of people are repelled by me and the fact that I'm so heart centered and I'm okay with that. And I know people are repelled by who you are because you're so powerful. But what I do know is that if you are your best self, you attract the people that can handle your vibration and that can handle who you are. And you should be thrilled of the people that just don't resonate with you. You know, Ed Rush again said this, he goes, if you walk into a room and you're in a room of a thousand people, guaranteed there's a hundred people in that room that don't like you. So the more people in a room that don't like you, the better, because 10% of people just don't like what you're doing. Yeah. And that's okay because the right people are going to resonate to who you are. You know, I tell people, look, I'm an acquired taste and people. I love that. I'm <laughs> definitely an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely an acquired taste. And when I work with my clients, you know, I'm really direct. I, I you know, I tell people, look, I'm working with you because I am 1 million percent committed to you having success and breaking through all the crap that you have in your life. And I'm going to really call you on your shit. I mean, I don't know if I can say that, but I just did, but I'm telling you, that's oh, what I good. tell them. Right. So yeah, we're on cables. It's right. Perfect. It's great. So, but I'm, I'm harsh. I'm loving and they know that, but that's why they come to me because I'm really direct. I'm not a yes person. I'm not going to tell them what they want to hear. I'm going to tell them what, 
they need to hear to be successful. Because I believe that their mission and their message is so important that I will go to the mat with them so that they can get their message out and they can live that extraordinary life. Because it's not about, you know, when you hear people, they're talking about you and you're inspiring people. It's not just the fact of the wealth or the monetary gain. It's the fact of who they are and the impact they can have on the world. So like I helped a woman and she went from six figures to seven figures in her business. Well, what did that do? It brought more business into her business, more funds, which allowed her to hire more people, which brought in more supportive families. And there was a ripple effect. And you have to look at the big picture of everything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm adamant about your heart and I will own that hundred percent. And I know you're very heart centered and I hang around people that are heart centered. And if you're not heart centered and you're all in here and you're not in line with my ethics and integrity, I guarantee you're not going to like me. You're not because I don't cross certain lines. There's just no way I'll do it. It doesn't matter. I was offered a business opportunity and it was a shady business. And I found out it was a shady business by one of the partners that's just a shady guy. And it would have been nice because it could have brought in seven figures to me. And this was recent. And I, I walked away because that's not who I am. And money is not a motivator for me. And not, money is not, doesn't bring you happiness. What brings you happiness is having an incredible community of an inner tribe of just the right special people and making an impact and whatever that is, whether you're a nurse, a doctor, a janitor, a plumber, you know, people don't think that it's important to be a plumber, be the world's best plumber. You know why? Because when someone has an issue in their house and their plumbing isn't working, they need the best plumber. They need someone that they can trust. So people tend to just think whatever they're doing is not important. It's all part of the puzzle of life. And it all goes like this. And everybody has an important element in that. And we need all of them. We need we every single person. We do. Because you don't and want a mechanic coming to fix your plumbing. No, you don't want me coming to fix your plumbing. <laughs> or me. I tried, fix, <laughs> I tried to fix my plumbing this week and I had to have help because, oh man. Yeah, electric, electric water heater instant on. So I'm working with electricity and water. And people were terrified that they came over and rescued me at the house because they're like, what do you, I go, I can do this. I looked on YouTube. No, no, no. Get an expert. Hire an expert to do the things that you can't do. That's like really important. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I also noticed, because we're almost coming to the end of our interview, I noticed Can that you get a five-minute interview. I know it feels like it. Five minutes. I can hang out with you all day, Rob. <laughs> okay, we'll do part three and four. Okay. Okay. So I noticed you have two forwards for your book, Hal Elrod and Mike Konings. You mentioned <laughs> briefly <laughs> earlier, yes. and. Um, Tell them who, tell the audience about who they are to you and how have they really impacted your life? So Mike Kinnigs, um, I hired as a personal coach and advisor and worked with him and he is amazing. He, he's so successful. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Um, he has a company called You Everywhere Now. Um, he's a chief disruptosaurus. Um, he works with billionaires and millionaires and he is just this incredible guy. He's just a dear friend of mine. And what I love about the forward that he wrote in there and he wrote, you know, Rob is a great coach because he's coachable. And 
it, he just wrote some really incredible stuff and um it's very humbling you know i didn't know i was an author i didn't know i was gonna write a book and i didn't know i was gonna have this message in this platform and i do and um he was really helpful in that and once again it's you know um hiring the people that can get you i've compressed my time and the success that i've had that could be five to seven years into probably like a year and a half what i've accomplished in a year and a half is amazing and then of course hal elrod um as the voice of the miracle morning and the miracle morning book series uh hal is just someone who is just kind and loving and continues to fight to stay alive he just recently uh beat leukemia and he just wrote another best-selling book called the miracle equation and the miracle equation is how i get through doing the audiobooks imagine someone with adhd sitting in a booth doing a 10-hour audiobook it's brutal for me and then the editing of it but it's the miracle equation i get through it so um, i'm very fortunate to have two incredible people that really believe in me and just encourage me to do what i do and I just feel so humbled because they're two superstars and they wrote forwards in my book. And you're not even supposed to have two forwards, but you know what? I'm a rule breaker, so I have two forwards. You're supposed you're to have person one. person of action and it creates person momentum. Person of action. Yeah, it creates momentum. So I think, uh, yeah, I, don't, I think I'm one of the only people that ever has two forwards and people comment about them like, you know what? I'm special. My mom's always told me that I'm special. So <laughs> I'm special. And so I have two forwards. So, you know, what I was also thinking about was how you talked about momentum. What I realized as you were sharing that is when we have momentum, we are actually generating an energy of attraction so that when you go into this place of momentum and you're taking action, this is when it's suddenly like these antennas that people start to notice. And maybe, maybe even people that they have never even met you yet. But all of a sudden, there's this energy of direction. It's like, okay, this person's doing something. I need to pay attention to them. Yeah. Tell me what your thoughts are on that momentum piece and how these individuals start being drawn into your life when you are firmly focused on your vision. People are attracted to people that are up to something. They really are. And, you know, everybody has a message and everybody has a gift and they don't really realize how important their gift is to the world and they just get caught up in their head and not their heart of the contribution they can make to the world or other people and what i want you to do is look at the people that you're attracted to and what they're up to and then you'll see what we mean by that momentum because your life can change so quickly, and I'm not saying a negative way, by just becoming the person that you need to be to have the success that you desire, and Hal Elrod says that. That's what's powerful about the Miracle Morning is that you need to become the person you need to be to have the success that you want. If you're not taking the action steps to become successful, and you know, it's this so funny, so here's the example of this, and I love this, and they talk about this in the Miracle Morning. Every day, I make my bed. I've done it for years, tens, 20 years. I've done, I've made my bed. I'm not a neat and orderly person. I'm very cluttered. My brain scattered, but I make my bed. Why? Because I'm setting in motion one step 
to start my day. And the other thing is, Hal talks about this, is that if you set your alarm in the morning and then at six o'clock, you slam it shut and then you snooze and you snooze and you snooze, that's how you're going through life. So it's the little things in how you live your life because who you are dictates what you become. If you watch TV all the time and don't put positive information such as these podcasts or audiobooks or read, your life is not going to be the extraordinary life that you want. Nope. And people take notice of energy and people take notice of vibration. And, you know, that's more of a universal consciousness, but I'm telling you, and it, people are like, you know, it's weird because you can tell when you're getting a higher vibration because your inner circle and your acquaintances and friends may go away. And then you should be saying like, thank you. And I tell you why, because when they go away, other people will come towards you. And it's not about getting rid of your friends, but you are who you hang out with. The five people you hang out with is your income, and who you have. And I'm so blessed that I hang out with some amazing people, incredible thought leaders and incredible entrepreneurs and incredible movers and changers. And that's who I am becoming because you rise. And if you realize that you rise all time, you raise your tide so that all boats rise, then the people around you, if they, they're aware of your vibration and they can handle your vibration, they'll all have success. Because I'll tell you, it is really, really fun to be successful around your friends and to make money around your friends because then you can all do fun stuff. Absolutely. But if, but if you're in a group of five people and you have a friend since second grade that, I don't want to call them a loser, but they just don't have any motivation and they just drag you down. They're always in fights with you. They're always causing drama. They're like, the crab, they're going to pull, the, the lobster, the crab, whatever, they're going to pull you down. So hang around people that are up to something. And if you don't have a group of people that are up to something, then go find another group of people. Because if you're sitting there whining and moaning about not having success, and you look at your circle of influence of people around you, are you the most successful person in that group? I certainly don't want to be the most successful people in my group. I don't. I want to be challenged and you will rise to the occasion. You know, um, it takes a lot to go to the new media summit and to go to the conferences that we go to because we're playing with people that are living high vibration lives. And it makes us have to bring our vibration up because you want to be able to be in that environment and we, and everybody else is doing that too. So when you walk into these rooms, the energy is incredible because everybody has like, I need to bring my energy up and they're all bringing their vibration. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's important. Absolutely. So let everybody know how they can stay in touch with you to learn more about the law of action. Uh, you need to follow Rob because he is one amazing guy, huge heart. And what can I say? I am so grateful that you are one of my new friends and part of my tribe. Absolutely. Oh, feelings mutual. I, I am, you know, you were so helpful and so kind and I'm really 
forever grateful. Um, just that little bit of insight that you added made all the difference in the world. So thank you. So if you want to get in touch with me, I'm really easy to find. It's Rob Actus. You can go to robactus.com. Uh, you can go to the law of action. Dot com And if you go there, I think there should be a button there that says podcast. And if you go there, you can get uh, free chapters of the book. You can also get a guided meditation. It's actually a deep sleep meditation that I did. I think you'll really enjoy it because having good sleep is really important. And it uh, depends on when this show is going to come out. Uh, there will be an additional uh, audio chapters of the Law of Action audiobook that'll be in there also. So just depends on when this comes out, but it's all there and who knows what else I'm going to ask, but it's add, but it's called the Law of Action Action Pack, or it could be just called the Action Pack. We're still trying to figure that out. It could be the Law of Action Action Pack or the Action Pack. But the people that are the editors of my life are like, well, that's not grammatically correct and there need to be a comma. So it's either the Action Pack or the Law of Action action pack. You decide it's somewhere on there. It might be both on there, but check it out. It's the lawofaction.com. So there you go. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Rob. Again, I am so grateful. And to our audience, you need to follow this gentleman, truly a gentleman to the core. Thank you. So thank you for listening to our podcast today. Go over to iTunes, to the Millionaire Woman Show, remembering that you are living rich from the inside out through principles of life, leadership, and business. Go over, give us a rating, give us a five-star high five. And as Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And my wish for you and from Rob is to go out and act today.